Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 94th episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. Join today, the Holy Trinity, back together in one remote internet-based room. We've got Salim Abraham, who can be found at SalimTD, and we've got Miss Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart. Hello, and welcome back to our Hungry HQ remote sessions. It took some doom, but we're here. How you doing today? Hey. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Good, good. good. You're looking good. Um, obviously, we're, we're coming to each other via the way of uh, Google Hangouts for video verification. And Dream, you've had a nice new haircut. Ali, you're looking good as always. I am still in my pajamas, very disheveled. Um, but at least two thirds of us are, you know, striving for greatness. And I'm just uh, withering in the shadows. But hey, we're back. Hands up how many of us uh, left the house. Hands up. Who left the house today? There's only yeah, one my, hand up. I'm, I'm, my arms are firmly closed in a shrug. I have not even <laughs> stepped outside. I opened the back door to let Chester outside, and that's as far as it goes. And it's a nice sunny day today, so... Is it really? I thought it was rainy up there. No, it was building down yesterday, but um, the heavens have opened up, and it's uh, she's a beauty. Mm. I've got a really big problem with the rain in Sydney today because I had like a lot of outdoors shit planned, um, not realizing that it was going to rain. And then I checked the weather. It's like cloudy as anything outside. It was meant to rain at 10. Didn't rain till like 12. And I could have done everything I needed to do before 12. But I was like, oh, it'll rain. I don't know. The weatherman fucked me. Google fucked me. Uh, it's just, it's a mess uh, of a day. It is mess crazy that, um, you know, the weatherman is probably the only line of employment or professional career you could have where you can be regularly wrong on the daily and still have a job uh-uh. baristas oh touche touche they can always make shit coffee and always keep their job i don't mm. get it it's a good point yeah but it's not always their fault sometimes it's the beans sometimes it's the machine alley it's not always up to the man <laughs> on the day don't protect them don't protect J- them. just don't burn <laughs> the goddamn beans that's that seems to they, be yeah. coffee 101 yet it seems to happen un- so often you under- understand that these people hold like everyone's lives in their hands when they make my coffee right like it is a position of power it is a position definitely yeah <laughs> well anyway ali you just came back from a movie. That's right. I went and saw uh, Black Panther, <coughs> and I am going to say it is one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies. Ooh. D- do you think, like, two thirds of us have seen this film um, on the pod here? Do you think <laughs> it is justifying the hype that it's getting, sort of, I guess, almost universally out there? Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's maybe some people, uh, like, maybe not getting the full like full response of why this movie is really great my personal opinion is the characters have had way more depth than i've ever seen in any comic book Mm. movie um i have never made such a quick connection with characters as i have in this movie 
this is all obviously based just on the like Marvel series and let's just say most of the comic book series um, that have turned into movies. Um, it is a visually stunning movie and I feel like it's one of the f- first apart from like the Thor movie um, where it's been set in such a more brighter, colourful you know, environment. Yeah, I, I like I, I like that sort of juxtaposition with they sort of pan through and it's just, you know, traditional African landscape, just open wildlands and they then they um, end up sort of just throwing all this technology and advancements and brightness and neon and, and yeah. And, and as you said, the soundtrack that they chuck over the top of that, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam? Can I, can I ask... Um, so what is your sort of top three Marvel films at the moment and where does this sort of fit? Because I'm actually really keen to see this. I haven't seen it yet. I think Marvel films on general are pretty much... They're kind of all the same. Like, I know that's no, probably going to kill they, someone they out there. They follow a very consistent formula until recently. Like, yeah. they've started to obviously branch off and try to diversify things a little bit now. Um, but Black Panther, they, they've got the best antagonist in all of the marvel cinematic universe to date i think uh kill yeah. killmonger Creed, is, yeah whatever his name um, is uh, michael b jordan crushes it as killmonger yeah. and and you can understand oh, yeah. his motives and you almost like go you know what i'm on your Empathize. side man like <laughs> hell's yeah hell's yeah um yeah he crushed it. he's the best character in this film by far i think uh, yeah like it wasn't it, it, uh, I felt like his presence was a bit of a band-aid like it was very quick it mm-hmm. was like it came and went um, and there was so much more on offer um, I'm also going to give a shout out to Blade 2 um, if anyone gets why I said Blade 2 you'll know why I'm kind of get, making that reference um, is Perlman in there? <laughs> does he blush? something like that <laughs> <laughs> P.S. Blade 2 is one of my top, like, favorite films of all time. Um, yeah. But in uh, just to answer your question, um, Thor, Thor Ragnarok is now up there with my top favorite films. Mm. Um, that was amazingly done. That's, like, probably... It's actually probably is now my favorite film from the Marvel series. I'll say it's up there um, for me. I'm, I'm right with you on that one. I thought it was perfectly and, done. And I know, like, a lot of people probably expected me to go down the Guardians route. But I really like the first Captain America movie. <laughs> mm. The first, I, I really yeah. like the second one. Like Winter Soldier is one of the best ones in the MCU. I feel, um, especially because mm. it shifted that tone. Mm. It went more spy, espionage, serious sort of topics as opposed to that light-hearted, almost funzy See, action that the rest of them sort of just sort of cover themselves in. And you know what? You know what? Uh, Black Panther, I feel like, was was one of those movies, Marvel movies, where they did not depend on the humor. Mm-hmm. It was it was there. It just they didn't. It, need it, it. felt like it, it wasn't necessary. The humor felt a bit forced a couple of times to me, where I was just like, Ugh. but some of them I had some chuckles, but a few of them I was like, Ugh. I don't know. I feel like all the mm. interactions were pretty genuine. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I yeah, I can't wait to watch it again. I also want to start reading um, the comic series because I want to learn about the other tribes. Yeah. I'd really love to know how all that plays out. So, yeah, I reckon everyone should definitely see this one. Yeah, it's it's a belter. Cool, cool. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's just, especially when they're starting to bring in a lot of these um, these sort of lesser known directors and just sort of almost giving them a blank slate to say, craft your Marvel opus. And that's what I felt like uh, they did. They did with Black Panther. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, mm. I, I don't think it's the 
best out of the entire universe but it's certainly up there like ryan cougar smashed it smashed it or coogler sorry not cougar jesus what am i thinking and the women in this film kick fucking ass they are beautiful and they are so mm. fierce it's amazing <laughs> yeah, like it's it's nice to see the the women shine it's it's some of the best portrayal of sort of females at least in an action piece or, or in the marvel universe by far um the wakandans and and the like they're absolutely killing it in this film and um it's it's nice to see like it's a very very tonally positive film for for sort of the wider audience it obviously hits a lot of a lot of things in in present day society that a lot of people can relate to but yeah it's 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 good to see uh no doubt they're going to fast track a sequel for this because it's selling like great guns at the box office which is great as well yeah but yeah so it should yeah i I liked it cool cool quick Quick plug, the Forever Movie Boys covered Black Panther, I think, like, mm-hmm. last week. Ooh. Hashtag 8 yeah. Collective. I'll so, have to listen to yeah. that. I love, I lo- and this is what I love about these, like, comic book movies and stuff like that, is then getting into the discussions about it and how everyone feels. Yeah. I, I haven't heard it yet. I, I want to watch the film before I listen to what they have to say. They're pretty savage yeah. when it comes to Marvel films, I think. So oh. um, neither of them are real. I think Toby's a bit of a comic book geek, but Marche isn't, so he's a bit unforgiving. Anyway, I don't know. I think it'll be good it was um like i i agree i think thor ragnarok is just like i watched that again recently that's like i want to watch mm, it again yeah i'm, I'm waiting for it yeah. it's obviously pinnacle. we could probably find a copy less than legally online but i want to maybe pick that up on like 4k blu-ray i think it'd translate gorgeous into that space um yeah. definitely but yeah uh I'm, I'm excited to actually see what happens with marvel long term uh, obviously don't want to talk too heavily but now that they've got the x-men franchise in under there now too uh what's going to happen no doubt they're going to reboot that new new logan and um wolverine and the likes so yeah uh, we'll see and i'm just gonna finish i'll finish that on with i saw the trailer for what's the new movie for the avengers for um infinity, infinity war, war yeah yeah no interest, <laughs> no, interest. What, really? no interest at all <laughs> no <laughs> don't care mm. don't care about I- it i'm just i just i watched the trailer i'm like Great. I'm, I'm just genuinely curious as to how they can make these battles get any bigger it almost seems like in the in the big action set pieces in that trailer it's like an army of 20,000 on an army of 20,000 like when's it going to end it's it's getting so the scale is so insane at the moment but um, yeah. it, it's got like the casting like- I, I can't think of a movie out there that's got that kind of cast on the one screen at once like with that amount of star power behind it yeah it's a huge ensemble but it's also meant to be the crown jewel of the entire marvel cinematic yeah. thing yeah. right so uh yeah i think it'll be a lot of fan mm. service won't it you oh, know yeah. that's the idea it's just like as many people as they can get for people to just like i'm, I'm just out. curious to see who they're going to mm. kill off because there's go- <clears throat> tony stark yeah tony stark 100 there's, there's talk of that yeah, i think so um maybe they go down and, and kill off captain america and then re- reskin captain america with um one of the other characters like the falcon becomes captain america in one of the arcs and so maybe they'll go down that route who knows um hmm. uh. what else you been playing apart from so that was the hungry marvel <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to the ap collective oh yeah. damn right mm. so you've been watching black panther um, i've been watching black panther what have you been playing mm. well i'm gonna do a twist and i actually played a fighting game um <laughs> hope, hope you're proud sam um very proud so I don't know if everyone remembers, but I did say I was going to make a, like a New Year's resolution in gaming where I was going to attempt different game styles that I'm not comfortable with this year. So I did a fighting game called Saint Seiya Soldier Soul. 
um, Saint Seiya is an anime slash manga um, about uh, Knights of the Zodiac, which is, <coughs> I think, also another name that it went by. Um, and pretty much it's about, it's an anime that's about, like, these knights who fight big gods to look after their god, which is Athena. Anywho, they did a fighting game based on it, and it is lots of fun. Um, especially if you're a fan of the series. If you're not, they try to keep you updated with the story and all the lines that go with it. Um, graphically, though, it's it reminds me of a Dragon Ball game. What game was it? It was on a... It was like 3D. Sam? Yeah. My, my knowledge is pretty um, limited. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. It looks like Budokai. Yeah. It yeah. looks yeah. It's, so it's 2D. You're not you're not really um, it's not an arena fighter. You're not really chasing someone around. It looks like Soul Calibur actually. It looks like you're like a 3D fighter sidestepping. Yeah. Is there sidestepping? Yeah, sidestepping, moving around, yeah. uh, like all that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, I don't know. As a person that has like briefly watched the anime, um, I enjoyed it. I, I'm not too sure if like non-fans will enjoy it I, I definitely think people should just watch Saint Seiya it's an old anime but it's also fun it has a great intro which to me wins all points of anime um, but yeah I, I'm currently going on with it because I want to unlock all the Knights of the Zodiac I've currently unlocked Taurus and Gemini okay so. I, I'm hoping secretly or not so secretly now is that the Cancer um, Zodiac is, is a badass. Please, please, please. I'm trying to remember what the cancel one looks like. I'm going to look that up for you because... It'd be like crabby, <laughs> some kind of crab-like thing. There's oh. like there's like 40 characters that you can play in this thing. It's, yeah. I'm looking at the roster. It's huge. It's huge. It's massive. And that's where I think it's very forgiving. But you do have to unlock it. So you have to go through this... You have to pretty much go through the story to unlock the characters. Then you can, like, fight. And I'm okay at it but i'm using a keyboard at the moment which is shit uh yeah dude don't do that try and try and work a controller out I'll, it's yeah. i'm looking at it it's got like nine out of ten steam score and then 59 percent metacritic so very i don't know inconsistent are you liking it <laughs> i i'm actually enjoying it i think it's because like yeah. i said because i have that um i have that connection to connection. the franchise yeah, yeah exactly right and i love zodiac stuff anyway so um, now I really want to know what the cancer. I'm, I'm, I'm looking uh, at it right now. It's like, like a golden robot crab. Um, the, <laughs> the main, I mean, the main guy. Um, he doesn't look too bad. He's he's got some pretty flowing bluey purple hair and some gold pointy armor. <coughs> but yeah, the crab is okay. A bit pointy. I don't, I don't want to nerd out here. So anyone that's in gold, they're the main knights. Yeah. Like they're the gold knights. Yeah. They're the ones that like they have their temples and everything, and they you know, um, so. Like the Libran one is great. I don't want to get into it, yeah, but he yeah. is great. Um, he first starts off as like a little old dude, kind of think of like Yoda, and then he kind of he he's been sitting dormant for like thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and then he, when he finally comes back, he's like this gorgeous dude. But he's because he's Libran, he's carrying all this shit. You know what? I'm going to start talking anime. Anyway, it's a great game. Um, uh-huh. I'm enjoying it, and I'm going to keep at it to stay true with my resolution um well done and apart from that keep on going with overwatch um after speaking with brendan saying that he was thinking about doing mm-hmm. some kind of thing we're going to kick that off in about two weeks time uh we're going to go through and do our uh ranked matches and then uh work our way mm-hmm. through the leagues to see where we can uh hopefully end up 
Well, very quickly after that podcast and Brendan mentioning it, um, I jumped onto Overwatch and already dropped uh, for 29 loot boxes, to which I proceeded to then uh, message uh, Brendan, fuck yeah. you. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I looked to uh, some, some curse words on the on the phone. Uh, did, did you get some good skins, at least? I, I did, actually. I got the um, Roadhog one where he pulls out the... Um, how do you say it? Echamari? I don't know. The little onion thing. You know, a little toy? I couldn't tell you. We'll say it. Looks like it. An could onion. not tell you. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about, but I didn't even know it had a proper name. I would have just called it Anime Onion because I'm an idiot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cute. He pulls it out and he squeezes it and he like, plays it and stuff. So I got that. And I think I got some good skins, but none that I use. No characters mm. I use. So on, on the topic of Overwatch skins, have you bought any of the Overwatch League skins? Have you just picked a team? Because you've been watching it a bit. Have you... Um, bought some skins to to show your support i tried to um i got told that you got one off like like just as a you know welcome to watching it and stuff like that but i didn't i didn't get a freebie i tried to um i was gonna go for is it Seoul? yeah yep the korean team they're, um yeah because they're and it's strictly just for looks that their color scheme is black and gold so and a tiger yeah that's so, Soul, is it Soul Dynasty? Is that? I is think that I think name? it might be, and they're and they're like one of the best teams. Like they've just been wrecking shop. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, the other day they went against um, San Fran. I think they'd been doing well as mm. well. Um, but if you if you use, if you look at the Soul ones, um, everyone looks brutal. Go look at Mercy with that. She looks like fucking cool. She looks like a girl that you'd want to meet at a metal concert. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna keep playing. I'm going to keep playing and revisiting Overwatch. I was a noob the other day and really let the team down. And um, just FYI, no update, the community's still toxic. So mm. That's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame. Well, yeah, a at shame, least but... that's, every, that's every online community, I know. Though, right? There's nothing yeah. unique about Overwatch's uh, community. Uh, at least when we <laughs> jump into this, we're, we're going to be exempt because we'll be rolling full team of six. So the only toxicity oh, no, we'll will be, be yeah. you know, self-delivered. <laughs> yeah, within the team. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. Who is your team? Do you guys have a whole We've, we've got a few. I've still got, I think, one or two spots left, but there's going to be myself, Ali, Rachel, Chinglish, maybe Adams and one other. Hot damn. And Dream. <clears throat> is this on, is this on uh, Xbox? We're going to be doing PC? PC. Okay. I might, I might, 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 might okay. join in. I feel like I could bring a lot to the table. I I, I respect um, that confidence. I'm a good motivator. I I'm a good motivator and uh, I make good. Ooh, teams. Sam's going in as coach, calling it <laughs> captain coach. Yeah, captain coach. <laughs> um, cool, cool. I was looking. I'm just looking at the Mercy skin now, and she does look like many women I've met at uh, metal concerts Trash and, and the like. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh god. Throwback. Don't take me back to those days. Shout out. Throwback, man. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, so that's a bane about me, apart from playing some PUBG with you guys, which has always been fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hells yeah. Yeah. yeah um, we had, on that. that topic, we had a good little exchange last night um, in, in a big squads <laughs> match. Uh, you, you were in a crew with NATO and, and Adams, I think, and a few others. And uh, we, we yeah. rolled up rival crews, rolled up on each other uh, sort of mid, midway through um, on the map. I, I killed mm-hmm. um, one of us dropped Adams then um, I think it was mm-hmm. Fours and then NATO dropped Fours who, who dropped Adams then I dropped NATO 
then Ali dropped me and it was just this like sort of escalating level of drama and firefight in this one big shed because we we hid in that shed because we had to like first of all you guys I think do you guys remember if you were on like a field Mm -hmm. like the and you probably saw some people go past on a motorbike yep that, w- that was us. Um, you got us, You got us, by the way. Um, so then we had to go to that warehouse and... Met you know, up. Boost ourselves up, met up, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. And then Adam's actually said, he goes, there's another crew coming, there's another crew coming. And we're like, well, shit, if it's a crew, we're only three. Mm. So, and then it just turned out to be you guys and we had a very interesting exchange. It was perfect. And after... Nate, and after you killed NATO, he's like, it's Brennan, it's Brennan, he's in it, he's in it. And I'm like, I panicked. So honestly, like I saw you and I just shot. Yeah, you, you, you took me down. It was it was a great little exchange because I was skulking around that shed with NATO playing cat and mouse. I got him and then you just came in over the top and just blah, took me down. Do you do you save your stream? Uh, yes, yes. So it'd be cool to actually go I'll in and check that, that out. Um, and oh. then, then last night... We actually did uh, another zombie mode on that topic. Um, we don't want to dwell too much on PUBG. It's going to become the PUBG cast otherwise, if it's not already. Um, Coming to 8-Bit Collective. It's always the yeah, PUBG cast. Yeah. But um, it was the first time we had a zombie mode where the zombies had so much sort of organization and cooperation going that we got rolled. We, we didn't like... ended up being, I think... We, we scaled the humans down to, I think, six... Um, so it was lower mm-hmm. human base, but we, we all got killed and there was like 70 zombies left. It was intense. It was so good oh, though. I have to it watch that. It was so good. We just got eaten alive though. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. That was cool. Um, oh man. You know what else is cool? What else? That I've, I, um, got around to thanks to our boy, Sammy Deej. I bought, um, <coughs> I bought, he had an extra copy of Drop Mix. So I've been playing some Drop Mix. Oh, what is this? So, it's like an interacting f- music maker, I guess, is this completely bastardized, crappy version of describing it. So, it's it's like a... It's made by Harmonix, and it's also pushed now by Hasbro, of all things. Uh, Hasbro saw some opportunity, so the toy company is now flogging this thing out to the wazoo. And you've got a board... Mm. Um, let's say it's just with my, my rough mats here, about 60 centimeters across, and there's six six interactive slots that you can drop certain cards on and um they're color coded so mm. um red's typically like might be guitar or it could be piano and you, and so you drop guitar or piano or, or whatever that fits that red card onto that slot from a slew i think i've got about 20 or 30 different songs so you can start yeah. mixing guitar beats from let's say um fallout like a fallout boy track and then putting yellow which is typically your vocals you can drop like the chain smokers closer which i seem to be looping on there a lot and then you can put drum beats from another type whether it be sort of hip-hop whether it be synth or rock and you start overlaying them on and it mixes the song together on the fly and plays it through a bluetooth device whether it be smartphone tablet bluetooth speakers um it's really really simple like yesterday we i had i let archer have a go and he's like a little four-year-old dude and i gave him a stack of cards and i'm like let's mix a song together and he's dropping these cards down and, he, and his eyes were just lighting up and all these new beats were coming he's running around dancing like a little madman it was awesome to see um and i'm just so impressed by how seamless dropping tracks because then you can start putting extra tracks on so you could do vocals from two songs and it'll sort of harmonize that and mix it in so it doesn't just butcher and play over the top it's so freaking intelligent this technology like 
I f- it's so cool. I feel like this is something I would know about because I love my rhythm games and I love all my music games and all that sort of stuff. So I feel like I should know about this one. I think I'm going to have to look into it. It's like, uh, it's not quite a year old yet. I think it's just under 12 months. It came out yeah. last year. Um, they have booster packs. I remember hearing about it at the time that um, those cards that Brendan's talking about, you can mm. buy booster packs of them. And so there's a sort of um, random element excuse me there's sort of a random element to like the cards you can acquire because you're not buying individual beats or vocals you're just getting them randomly in the packs it's it's good it's good so you could probably like spend through the wazoo like like the the game itself like sammy d hooked me up um on a good price but i was looking around and just the the drop mix sort of starter pack i guess you could say that comes with i think 60 cards and the drop mix deck uh that costs it's about 170 bucks and then on top of mm. that, there's four different booster pack genres. I think there's pop, rock, synth, and something else. And they're alone, 30 bucks a pop each. And they're hard to find. Wow. Like, it is an expensive undertaking if you want to sort of deep dive on this. And I'm already feeling like I need to buy some packs because the all, all the <laughs> musical-based instrument ones, you've got a, you know, an assortment of, say, 20 different tracks you can play with. But on vocals, we've only got like five. But yeah, drop mix... Um, I, I didn't expect much of it at all, truth be told. Uh, I, I heard about it uh, through Sammy and Inconsolables and Reset. They were hyping it up pretty heavily sort of via the social channels and their podcasts. But I'm just like, eh, it sounds a bit gimmicky. And it is a bit gimmicky, but I think playing this and mixing together on the fly, uh, there's a few different modes. You can sort of do a battle mode where you're trying to lay down rival tracks and uh, compete against uh, other people in the game as well. Uh, obviously, locally only. I think that's pretty cool. Then there's multiplier tracks where you can sort of eliminate beats from the other uh, opponent's track. So you can start to sort of degrade the quality of their track and it's a whole scoring system. Uh, I think it's pretty fun. I think we need to get this in our hands together locally and, and have some little battles and, and sort of experience it together. Because, uh, yeah, it's it's so fun. And it's just, you sit there and feel like you're, you're like, oh my God, I'm I'm bloody, you know, dead mouse here or some like DJ on the fly. I'm like, this is pretty easy. I could take this onto a stage and start, you know, performing to millions. Like, I, I was waiting for that statement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. I think you could absolutely take this, uh, what is it called? Um, drop Mix. Drop Mix. You take Drop Mix up. Yeah. yeah. Um, start booking some gigs. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, sign you up to Coachella. <laughs> I've seen people do more or less with more or, you know, just less in general where they just plug that iPhone in via, you know, 3.5 mil cable and just hit play. You know, at least I'm putting cards on yep. the deck here. You know, I'm yeah. There's some hustle, so uh, but no, it's you're a, such a pleasure. You're a surprise. real musician, and um, I, I've been apart from the PUBG stuff. I've been sort of in the card based realm all week. Uh, the other one I've been playing uh, is WWE Supercard on the smartphone. Um, thank you slash fuck you to Pez for getting me on this because it's just taken hold, and I'm addicted to this goddamn wrestling card game um, done by 2K. It's just simple card-based interactions, various battles, tight weaving in wrestling elements. So there's like a Royal Rumble mode, there's a King of the Ring mode, a Money in the Bank mode, um, and obviously you, you can level up your cards to then do more damage. Uh, it's based off sort of a forty set where it's like power, um, speed, charisma, and the, I can't remember the last one now. It starts with a T. It'll come to me now um, later on, but. Yeah, based off those point systems, if you're higher or lower, obviously you're going to win or lose. Um, and if you do win, you sort of your point total degrades based off the guy you just beat. So it's sort of this ebb and flow type of thing. 
um weaving so in wrestling it's it's not overly deep um <laughs> but i'm just a i'm a bit of a wrestler nut and it sort of certainly mm-hmm. uh sort of touched touched sort of the the nostalgia aspect from when i'm a kid because they're weaving in card packs where it's like legends and and classic wrestlers and stuff so you can have like rowdy roddy piper and you know the macho man and mankind and stone cold and all this fight and all the new guys it's it's a good little snap game i have um for some reason been pooing pretty pretty well this week uh so i've been playing a lot on the old toilet congratulations uh, thank nice. you thank yeah, you well done well yeah, done regular nice. is good um and uh thanks to yeah 2k and uh and our boy pez from uh you game bro fame as well as a slew of other areas he's, he's got me onto this thing and um yeah, I don't know how it's going to be long-term. Like, there is that grind aspect in it where if you log in repeatedly, you get more rewards and you want to try and hustle to, to work your way up the ranks. But smartphone mm. games, I think, have sort of a shelf life to them attached. Um, more so, I guess, from from a entertainment or a or a boredom aspect attached to it. When it is the same old thing where it's like, okay, go and have this match, get your points, jump off for the next day. So it'll weave into sort of maybe my my daily cycle where it might become less and less over time. But for the moment... I'm smacking this thing out daily, you know, working my way up the ranks and trying to win these Royal Rumbles and King of the Ring tournaments. And goddamn, it's it's a bit of a guilty pleasure right now. Um, Sounds like mm, it. Yeah, WWE Supercard. Get on there, but just watch out because after you, you get your starter packs and stuff, if you want to try and buy new packs, it is expensive. The microtransactions attached to this, if you do want to dive <coughs> on more, you better be saving up some money because it ain't cheap. Holy moly, it ain't cheap. Mm. Uh, hey, Brendan, how cheap isn't it? Um, to get yourself a, like a real gangster, like this sort of like the top tier card packs where you get the highest rated cards out of the out of the like straight off the bat, it's um about sixty bucks for a pack. That's one what? pack, one pack, one one pack. Mm. Yeah, sixty dollars. Yeah, like, that is not a micro transaction. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, well, you know everything. Everything in the WWE is larger than life, and that flows through to the to the Boo. transaction standpoints. My to goodness. the wallet. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. Um, it, it hurts. How many how many cards are you getting in that? Five or six. Five, six cards, and how many cards are there to get in total? Um, in total, I think there's three hundred and fifty ish. Total. Oh my god! Yeah, like obviously, are you no, guaranteed you. anything in that sixty dollar pack? Like, surely you'd be guaranteed like five absolute banger cards. Yeah, you you get five belters, but um, you know you've got to you've got to take some pain at the wallet to get those five belters. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 a grind. Oh. It's an expensive grind if you want to sort of just avoid pushing this thing for days and days and days and just buy your way to some success. Bear in mind that you might not be eating or paying your rent this week. Yeah. Damn. Migarang no is on the menu for breakfast, lunch, and tea. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, that's what I've been doing. I've just been all up in, in the, the card life and then a bit of pub life. Nice. Nice. I'm all about the pub life. <laughs> Big fan. Um, I, uh, I've been like nine layers deep in Tekken. No surprises to anybody. But there was a tournament last weekend... And in the lead up to that tournament, I was like training, 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 like so pumped um, for YSB, the first YSB of 2018. Um, come the day of said tournament, uh, and Moo and I, Moo to Moo and I, um, realized that Tekken wasn't actually featuring at this YSB. There was some kind of like scheduling conflict with the tournament organizers, and they couldn't do it. 
Uh, and we only, again, realized that on the day. We were really deflated and shitty with ourselves for thinking that it was on. Walked around, kicked a few rocks around the city, ended up going back to my place. And I played him in a series of, like, best of three, first of five points, nine fights. It came down to the wire, but I won. I won the keychain. Where's I don't know where it is right now. It's on my keys somewhere. Um, key there's chain. a key. There is a keychain we fight for. Um, can, every can you time describe the keychain? Yeah, it's a Yoshimitsu keychain. Okay. Um, that came with my copy of Tekken from Bandai. And, uh, <laughs> like, it's more important to me than most other possessions I have. But uh, Matthew's held it once, and I've held on to it after the last two fights. So I'm the reigning champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but we decided to go to YSB anyway. We thought we'd just check it out anyway and see some people that we know and it turns out when we got in there they're actually organizing an impromptu Tekken tournament and we both entered and it was heaps good I came second in the whole thing which is the highest I've ever come in any YSB tournament they're the real ones like they're pretty solid very serious competition um so yeah I was absolutely stoked more stoked though because Matthew came sixth Minamu came sixth and I knocked him out (laughs) <laughs> so, so, so you kicked dirt in his face twice in the span of a couple of hours on Tekken. In the one day, yeah, I, um, I absolutely murked that dog, as uh, <laughs> as we like to say. Um, it was there was no greater feeling. I could have come thirty first out of thirty two. Uh, so long as I knocked him out, I was mm. I was going to be happy. Um, the second place thing, that's just like whatever. That's just gravy. That's just gravy. Mm. Um, they were missing, I have to say, to be totally fair, they were missing a lot of the big Sydney players, um, which is why probably I featured so highly. Um, that said, I feel like I'm really improving, and I feel like that's really cool. Like I've been playing Tekken forever, obviously. I talk about it a lot, but uh, it's a really rewarding feeling to still improve your game, and I think that's something gamers in general, if you're playing mm. anything over a long enough period, you can sort of... Um, relate to so to all the games out there grinding keep that shit up um yeah that's my week i've been sick sorry obviously i've been coughing if Mm. you've been listening to the last 30 minutes you've probably heard little coughs in the background that's me i'm finally getting over a serious case of man flu you Mm. had it too brendan yeah i'm I'm on the back end of it as well i've still got a nice little (coughs) cough and a little bit of the uh, liquid mucus sort of floating around in in the head of space at the moment but um yeah, I can see the light at the end of this tunnel. Uh, the the yeah. worst of it, I think, is over. Similar to, I guess, what, what you encountered this week. But it sucks. I'm healthy as hell. Yeah. You, it's the worst. M- maybe, see, this might tie into the fact that you were out in the sun, you know, having having sort of a busy day and actually doing things where I was just stagnant, just not not <sighs> encountering any of those uh, those rays. That that might have sort of expedited the, the recovery process here, but no. Nah. Mm. I'm struggling maybe I'm struggling but um yeah I went to work I got everyone else sick <laughs> oh that's rough yeah it was I, I couldn't not go into work it was really frustrating so I, I went in I made sure I coughed on everyone's keyboards mm. there is nothing uh, worse than getting sick or getting the flu during sort of the summer or the warmer months like yeah. it just sucks My it's unbearable God. because when you, when you got a flu you're like you, your temperature goes cold and hot mm-hmm so you can't warm or cool yourself down because either temperature always affects you. So yeah. mm. it's a bit screwy. So I just want to say, because I, I know I looked a bit distracted, I was looking up what the Kansas uh, Saint Sayer character was. <laughs> just out of plain curiosity. Um, 
And yeah, your character looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. I also want to correct myself in regards to the Libran god who was an old man. He was, wasn't a thousand years, it was hundreds. Sorry. Yeah, it's still old. You know? Still old. Mm. It's, it's still a great thing to look into. But yeah, yeah. he's the, the, your arm. the Libran guy's got very luscious, long, blonde hair. Oh, brown hair. Jesus Christ. Brond? Brond hair. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a great looking guy, but what he looks like as uh, Master Doggo is much better. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> check that so, out. <laughs> so that's that's our week. It was. Um, do we want to do we want to jump into some news headlines? Let's do it. This week's news headlines. Okay, so the first thing, or something, I guess we're probably going to dive into in in sort of a large amount of detail uh, is the Dice Awards, or the you know the Dice Summit that uh, aired. On mm-hmm. uh, Friday for us Australians, uh, that's right. Yeah, hosted by uh, In Vegas by Jess and Greg again, returning hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Massive, yeah. massive amount of awards uh, available. What What did you think? I don't know if we wanted to sort of cover off on every single one, or we could sort of skim over them all and then dive deeper when required. Um, um I'm gonna give a point out to um how awkward the whole event felt mm-hmm. i don't know if, yeah if you guys felt like kind of felt like it, it just felt uncomfortable it felt like a really uncomfortable event and it, i don't know if it's a case of like what the like microphones was picking up or whatnot but it also sounded like it was a rough crowd <laughs> like the interaction from the audience was really shit it seemed unless the nintendo guy got up there yeah so. Mm. Just, just in regards to the whole event, um, and also shout out to whatever whoever was a big fan of Stranger Things who made that damn music repeat constantly throughout the event. Yeah, it was it was cool the first few times you heard it, but then it was like, come on now, yeah, give it's, give me something yeah. else. Same, it was mm. the same beat over and over mm. again, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, mm. no, but um, yeah. In regards to the awards, I mean, we could we could probably more pick a game and then discuss the awards that that one game won. That, that's probably a good idea because it was almost like, but in 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 sort of the entire award process, let, let's say less than seven or eight of um, different games took out the entirety of the awards on display. Like just looking at the list, like Cuphead uh, mm-hmm. took out took out two awards: outstanding mm-hmm. achievement in animation, also as well in art direction. Which I think is is justified uh, was was so distinctive uh, and unique uh, as far as the, the gaming landscape last year. Um, it's hell. If I still haven't finished. I need to try and invest some time to get into that and, and try and fight my way through to the end. Yeah, it also got. Um, it's also got music composition. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's true. Because yeah, it was a completely original score. Um, God, it was fantastic. Just the love and care attached to that game. Love mm. it. Uh, another one, uh, outstanding achievement in character was uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, which oh, I, yeah. I think, yep, that's I've got no no qualms qualms there. Uh, obviously, Mario Odyssey took out a few, uh, took out a title as well. It got uh, sound does no, yeah, sound design. So sound design for Mario Odyssey, which I actually thought um, Hellblade might have got a look in there. Its emphasis and use of sound, especially with sort of the the four D. Uh, sort of sound elements they weaved in when you were playing with with headphones in it's it's unlike anything i experienced this year in gaming as far as the use of audio and just the way it could shape how you felt as you played mm. yeah mm. yeah uh, who who um i'm gonna ask a dumb question who actually votes um let me Ooh. let me just vet that the academy i think it is it's uh it's done by 
That's, they keep on thinking the Academy yeah. is all I kept on hearing. The Academy of so. Interactive Arts and Sciences. So it's the AIAS. Right. Which is yeah, um, I, a non-profit organization dedicated to the advancement and recognition of the interactive <laughs> arts. And it's got a 33,000 membership base. So maybe those 33,000 members um, cast the vote as a whole. Or maybe it's just a small panel. I'm not too sure. Mm. Mm. Like this, I'm gonna say it. Sorry, Brendan. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn got a lot of courtesy awards. (laughs) 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 Achievement in story, technical achievement. Yeah, so it it got two awards. Um, As 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 the dream just said, technical achievement, achievement in story. Um, I think yeah, they they could they could get those. I like the story. I think the story is more fleshed out than let's say a Breath of the Wild. Or a Mario Odyssey, uh, to be completely honest, um, and I can't think of any other big games that had had a, had a story that was like maybe Wolfenstein, New, New Colossus yeah, had a great say, story. Wolfenstein, I'm sure, like Hellblade had like Hellblade had Hellblade had a had an okay story, but I guess maybe because of the shortness of the game, it didn't flesh maybe. it out as much as it could. Um, maybe I guess. So so Horizon, um, I loved it. Like. Everyone knows that's listening to this podcast. Horizons, Horizons, my baby. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I try and be as impartial as I could. I've, I still haven't played Nier, so I, I can't say if the story aspect in that could potentially get a sniff. It's gotten a lot of praise out there by by gamers and, and sort of friends and other colleagues that we associate with. Uh, it, it gets a lot mm. of love, so maybe it could have been in in um, consideration as well. Where the fuck was <clears throat> Persona, by the way? Like, yeah, that like, that, that yeah. didn't get one award. Maybe maybe Is Atlas banned them to give them the awards. Just like you can't probably. stream and things. Who knows? Yeah, probably. I want to give a shout out to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe winning uh, racing game. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Completely. Game that came out ages ago. Like, like maybe like unjustified, yes, because it is just Mario Kart 8 with a little bit more polish and obviously ported to Switch. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see. Uh, uh, Nintendo... Nintendo just won an absolute buttload of uh, of titles. Obviously, handheld they, game. They won the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't even talked about Zelda. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they took the out, they took out four four awards with Zelda. Um, there was Adventure Game of the Year, Game Design, mm-hmm. um, Game Direction, mm-hmm. as well as the big one, Game of the Year for uh, yeah. Breath yeah. of the Wild. Um. Yeah, you got you guys know my thoughts on it. Have have you played you haven't played Zelda at all yet, have you, Dream? No, I haven't. I don't have a Switch and um I, I feel like I probably should get one now. I I don't know. I I don't there's nothing on there that really this sounds dumb because we're talking about how well Nintendo did last year and they obviously did do really well. I've never been a big Nintendo guy. The Mario stuff is fine. Mario Kart's great, but like I never had a Wii, I never had a Wii U, and um, for all of like the interesting things that Nintendo do with their consoles, um, and the way that they've been interactive in ways that like PS4 and Xbox haven't been, I still just have no drive to actually get onto it, mm. but looking at the obvious praise that Breath of the Wild's gotten, how well the other games have been received as well, and all the, the titles that have just been coming over they've been flooding through to the switch over the last 12 months i kind of feel like it's actually more of a console oriented towards what i like to play Mm. um which is you know 
RPGs and fighting games and uh, occasionally FIFA. Well, you can get all that and more on the Nintendo Switch. To be fair, and Snipper like Clips I... as well. Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips Big got fan. an award too. It won yeah, Family I know. Game I'm of the sad year. for it. The Sprite Award. Go Snipper Clips. Yeah. Mm. Well, well deserved. Like, yeah. To be fair, I've got Switch. Have I've played about what ten minutes of Zelda? So. Mm. Yeah. Can I um? Can I just say that I'm just shitty Tekken never gets a look in, uh, in any of these awards. Like Injustice Two got fighting game again, and I'm not saying it's a shit fighting game, but it just Tekken doesn't touch. Yeah, but I want it to win. I think mm. it's it actually deserves to win. I don't know why Injustice Two is a better fighting game. I think it's just brand recognition. That's purely it. I'll, I'll say one thing: um, the story mode in Injustice Two is pretty great. I, yeah. I, I can't touch it as far as a competitive aspect goes. Obviously, I have really no horse in the race for sort of competitive fighting and things like that. Um, but the, I like that there was actually a story mode with substance, which doesn't always seems like just a throwaway for most fighters. Yeah, I think, like, I agree. And Tekken had one which was maybe not the best. Um, I think it was the best story mode any Tekken games ever had. It was definitely head and shoulders above what Street Fighter Five had on Oof. release, but like, yuck. Uh, I think when you play fighting games, you sort of approach it in the same way you approach shooters. It's like, yeah, the, um, the story mode's kind of nice to have, but you're really more concerned about like competitive play yeah. and how the game stacks up, you know, in a multiplayer uh, mode. And Tekken is perfect at mm. that. Like, it is such a well balanced game, and I know I'm really biased, but it's actually really difficult to have a very balanced fighting game. And Injustice 2 is okay, but like, I just, I don't know how Tekken just gets overlooked every fucking time in these awards ceremonies. It, like, it, it hurts me a lot as a fan. No, that's fair. That's you fair. know what hurts a lot of people? PUBG getting two awards, one especially being Action Game of the <laughs> Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I've got I've got no issues with them getting outstanding achievement in online play. Like the numbers don't lie. You cannot sort of dispute that I think in any way. Online, yeah. But yeah, action game of the year, like I'd give that to Wolfenstein um in a heartbeat over over Something PUBG. with a story. Mm. Something. Yeah. The story of a man and a pan. I don't get it. I, I I'm just oh, looking man. at um what they beat. I'm just bringing it up now. Just give it me is, one sec. Um like Call of Duty, it was the most recent Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, World War Two. Yeah, World War Two. Yeah, oh my god, it had a lot of substance. It had a lot of substance. Great story. Graphically, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, what what happened? Yeah, <laughs> big cuphead. It beat Destiny Two. And look, say what you want about Destiny Two. Now we all had fun. Yeah, doing I, the story. Yeah. I'd I'd yeah. take I'd take Destiny Two over <laughs> PUBG for action game of the year. And I've played an absolute boatload of both of those games. Um, but I'd I'd probably. Did Wolfenstein get nominated in that category as well? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd give it to Wolfenstein hands down. Um, yeah. and then and then COD probably second on that list because the campaign in in World War Two is freaking phenomenal. Mm. Mm. It's like playing it's like, Band of Brothers. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough. I was a big fan of the um, story mode mm. in uh, COD. Yeah, I was actually I love their story modes. Actually, I'm a really big fan mm. of doing. The, the only problem I had with it was that you couldn't do co-op. In other ones, you've been able to do co-op, mm. and it's like so cool doing hard mode with a buddy. But in this, it's just solo only. Yeah. So, so some of the other other um, titles that won strategy slash simulation game of the year was won by Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. So another Nintendo victory. 
Sports game of the year, probably to no surprise, FIFA 18. I think it's almost mm. just a walk-up start year in, year out um, for, for that for that <laughs> award. Yeah. Um, yeah, family game, obviously you mentioned Snipper Clips. Uh, role-playing game of the year, Near Automata, took that one out. I thought maybe Persona 5 would have would have potentially sniffed that one. But, um, oh, Divinity. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and um, your handheld game of the year, Metroid Samus Returns, so another Nintendo win. And the Lone Echo slash Echo Arena took out two titles, which was Immersive Reality Technical Achievement and Immersive Reality Game of the Year. Um, I've played a little bit of Lone Echo. I played it a little bit last year. Uh, and, and they're trying to actually turn this game, especially with uh, Echo Arena, into an eSport. That's that's their main driving focus <laughs> where you can have teams of... I think it's teams of eight. Don't quote me verbatim because it was a long time ago I played it, but it was teams of eight all sort of playing... Uh, this this sort of sporting title. If anyone's watched Ender's Game and can think of sort of the the sort of the match they play where they're floating in zero gravity, trying to make their way and sort of throw things into the opponent's goal, that's what this game is in in a very very loose mm. nutshell. Um, it looked good. It played good when I when I sort of had a had about a half hour foray into it. Uh, I don't know if it will become an esport. Uh, it's pretty pretty lofty expectations there, but it's good to see they're getting some consideration. I think Resident I, Evil um, probably should have won Immersive Reality Game of the Year, though. Resident Evil 7. It was freaking oh. phenomenal. Uh, it's, it's probably the best VR experience I've had. That award category at least made me aware that there's different games out there. Is there a game? <laughs> I've got to double-check now. I swear I swear there was a game in there where it was like a like a crime one. The detective thing. Mm, yeah, that's. I think I that's have- on Steam, on, on Vive, and, and maybe Oculus. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I think it's actually on my me Steam either. list. I need to look into it because you know me, I'm a nut for that mm. sort of stuff. So being actually in there and pointing at people saying that they killed people and stuff and looking at blood. Yeah. More for it. Like LA Noir, like on steroids. <laughs> Without the, the, yeah, the exactly. weird deadpan facial animation sometimes. Facial reading, yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm excited for, for VR moving forward. I think it's certainly not going anywhere. Uh, and, and seeing the the support, at least even from the low end side, with sort of Sony still getting behind the PSVR, I was worried they were just going to leave it aside and um, forget about it and keep pushing. But there's so many games in development and, and continually getting released on the PSVR, uh, which is very good to see. I still need to try and get a Vive. I'm waiting for that Vive Pro to release and pick that up to try and get that next level of immersion and graphical fidelity and even just the vibe controllers themselves are phenomenal it's it's the best way to play vr in my opinion from my experiences anyway now playstation still has that like the headway on console anyway Mm. really so i don't think it's going anywhere playstation keeps on moving forward anyway yeah yeah so that was the dice awards what what do you think overall like obviously nintendo was was the flavor of this award uh awards day or awards night depending on where you are in the country and when you watch this thing uh, they, they won an absolute bucket load of, of titles I, th- I think it's justified uh, it's been a good year for nintendo a nice yeah. uh, comeback year for nintendo yeah i like there were there were the odd ones where it was a bit kind of iffy about who won and like obviously the PUBG one being a bit off mm. um the music the music one um with it's fair that Cuphead won, but I also I feel like Persona had such a shoe in with that. I don't know why. Yeah, it's it's got a um, such a great funky sort of beat to it. I'm sort of bopping along now, just imagining sort of even just the, <laughs> the end scenes after a battle. Mm. Mm. So, um, but for the most part, I think a lot of these awards were really justified, and I 
think I can't remember too much in the game awards, but at least um, people on stage had a bit more of a explanation and mm. got to go into a little bit more detail behind like these awards and how important they are and the people behind the scenes, yeah. which was good. Which is good. Yeah, I um, I think that it's it's interesting just kind of looking at what the community defines x to be and y to be like even just looking at role-playing like the nominations for like role-playing game it's weird not to see horizon zero dawn there mm. it is an rpg yep um i don't know why that didn't get looked at yeah, yeah there's, there's three skill trees that you level up and things like that big open yeah. world side quest main quest it fits it's it fits just not checkbox. it's not a jrpg okay. like jrpgs are you know your final fantasies and your near automatas and um they're much more grind oriented and you know levels and stats and blah 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 but like yeah it's still definitely an rpg and i, I don't know i'd find that really odd not to see that there mm. um and brendan i, I don't want to like you know jerk you off too hard here but it is actually a great game yeah it is like it is like- you're you're not out of you know completely out of line for being so pro for it it's not game Denver. of the year next to Zelda but yeah I, I, it's the next big Sony franchise I think I still stand by that I think they're gonna try and make this sort of the next Unch- like well obviously with Uncharted it's sort of wrapped but they're probably gonna reboot that in some way there but I think they're trying to push that into that next space and uh, Gorilla seems like a the, the team to make it happen after doing such a big jump from Killzone to a thing like Horizon and uh, executing the way they did, uh, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this thing long term. The, the Frozen mm. Wilds, I still haven't finished that main DLC. Like I think I've got one of the main quests and then a ton of side quests to do and, and explore. So it's certainly certainly getting your money's worth, and um, I love it, love it, love that game. Of course, self a fan. I am. The the one thing I wanted to I guess bring light to on the dice thing too is the only real sniff that Microsoft got was via Cuphead. Like they're the only the only victories they got for the Dice Awards was Cuphead. Uh, everything else was was Nintendo or uh, PlayStation exclusive outside of you know FIFA and Injustice and uh, PUBG. Uh, everything else was was Sony and, and Nintendo. So we'll see what happens this year. They've got a few of their their big hitters finally coming out, uh, which have been delayed. Sea of Thieves for one, State of Decay two. Mm. Uh, we're not going to talk about Crackdown because man. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. You know, I think this is going to be an interesting year for Nintendo. Uh, see, if, I mean, not for Nintendo, for Microsoft. See what happens with them mm. for uh, next year's Dice Awards. See if they can get a few more uh, awards up there on the dais. Cool, cool. Mm. Mm. All right. So outside of that, we've got a couple of sort of little mini headlines that we can sort of skim through. Don't need to dive on unless you think it's necessary. Uh, my PlayStation... Uh, the new browser version of your uh, PlayStation Network profile has come out. Have you had a chance to look at it? What do you think? Is it just a, a nothing thing for yourselves as well? Um, are you going to use it? Thoughts? Not going to use it. I don't get it. Could care less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know why this is um, how this is beneficial. Like the PlayStation UI that lets you do all of this shit is fine mm. um i'm never i'm never out and about and like wondering what brendan's trophy count is yeah. or you know what Ali's is the one thing it sort of reminds me of um i think steam's got something similar but it actually reminds me of wow armory mm. where you can just check 
different characters, um, like their levels and their gear and stuff on the fly. So, uh, and I, I've, a- I've actually used that. Um, I've used it a fair bit. So I guess, um, you know, people might find reasons to use this. I just don't, uh, I don't know. Like, like a BS detector, like you're having a conversation with someone mm. and be like, yeah, I platinum that. It's like, yeah. all right, prove it. Give me two seconds. <laughs> yeah. I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, um, I guess it might be a cool way to sort of, if you're meeting people, if you're at a convention or something mm. and you want to add a whole bunch of people's, um, uh, accounts to like your, your PSN account and you can find their profiles on the fly. Maybe, mm. I don't know. Like it's a bit closer to social media now. It's like a little more. Um, yeah. seamless yeah like that's maybe one thing I can think of but yeah. maybe yeah. it's probably going to be the start of something much more yeah but. PlayStation had just always been weird to me as far as sort of this this sort of UI back end um, uh, just why did they invest money into this just just invest or open up the technology to be able to change your gamer tag like your PSN name like <laughs> change that like the amount of money that they would immediately generate from revenue on that even if they charged 10 bucks the, the amount of money they would make out of I that would. you know it would be mm. instant but instead they're doing weird things like this uh, it makes no sense like this isn't going to make or break Sony like people that were hesitant about jumping on the PlayStation wagon you know, this isn't going to sway them um, I'm, I'm hoping this wasn't a massive amount of development and, and uh, cost involved to I make this happen. I can't imagine it would be. No, um, no. It's a nice to have. Like, that's it. It's just a nice to have. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Something else that is nice to have is um, Hunt Showdown somehow jumping into early access on Steam already. Uh, it's, it's been in sort of that closed, that sort of tech alpha for about a month now. Uh, and it's it's now available on Steam uh, for for twenty nine ninety nine USD, which I think's a little bit expensive uh, for what you're getting. Uh, mm-hmm. You've only got the two the two sort of variations on the level to go at at time of recording now, uh, so you can go against the butcher or the spider in day or in night on the same map. So there's not a huge amount of variety available for for thirty bucks, but they are talking about heaps of levels, heaps of different. Um, hunters heaps of different weapons skins all this kind of stuff so they are they are saying all the right things in the background for, as far as their release notes go and also via their discord uh, i'm i'm really enjoying it uh, but i think we're like rachel and i've been talking about shifting how we play and just sort of farming for several levels in a row to build up those hunters before we try and tackle other guys or, or the main big bad in the level as well but uh it's mm. now available on steam so anyone that uh, has been waiting for their uh, alpha key to get emailed to them wait no more just drop 30 bucks and you can jump in right now <laughs> um, I'm, I'm excited I'm going to keep playing uh, it's, it's been fun uh, Cry, Crytek are doing well are you well. still experiencing that issue? Uh, like with the campus guys, I know you guys were experiencing those pe- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 yeah. It's, it's still very much uh, part of the meta it feels like and it pisses me off still Aww. so um, that's not good yeah. <laughs> that's not good at all yeah so, so we'll push through on that a little bit more uh, something else that uh, has, has sort of popped out this week. Obviously, Metal Gear Survive is doing the rounds. The, the reviews are coming in. Mixed yep. reviews. Uh, Konami still still sort of tying the Metal Gear name that uh, Kojima obviously brought to fame and, and sort of cared for so well over the years has brought out this new sort of survival-style game. I haven't played much of it. I've, I've got a key and I want to get into it soon, but reviews are mixed. But one thing that's sort of starting to irk the community out there is... You've only got one save slot for your character. So if you maybe get sick of them and want to want to 
uh, delete them, create a new character. Obviously, you've got aesthetic and uh, customization options available. It's going to cost you 10 bucks to get yep. a new save in the game. Mm. Uh, it, yep. it, it, it ties into sort of the the survival coins, uh, which uh, you need a thousand of them to buy one of these new save slots. And that equates to, yeah, 9.99 US dollars. Uh, obviously, you can grind for some of them in-game, but you can also just purchase them. But for a save slot in a game, like, this is so freaking idiotic to me. Um, it, it, uh, it makes no sense. Uh, it's, I think it's just another black mark on Konami, especially on the yeah. back end of how they, they treated sort of the exit of Kojima. Uh, what do you think yeah. is this a game that's of any interest to you two is it on your radar at all are you going to play it people I, I know that. who like Metal Gear aren't interested in this game mm. so if they're not and interested why it. would I be interested yeah yeah yeah. I never played one so you've never played a Metal Gear game no wow oh, I played I played a little bit of what was that little quick one that they did oh in uh, 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 Ground, Ground Zeroes, Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I played like a little bit of that. Yeah, where it was just that main military base. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so Konami still doing head-scratching things, uh, potentially charging for an additional save slot for a character. Hopefully this isn't sort of a, a sign of things to come. I don't think so. I don't think devs are that stupid to try and push that in there or maybe the publishers might be championing this cause uh, to, to do this, but... Ugh. It certainly yep. makes me want to support a game less when they try and just squeeze <laughs> blood out of a stone however they can. Like yep. a $60 game pack. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. WWE Supercard. <laughs> That's so egregious. Like, it is so unnecessary to charge that much. Yeah, for a few cards. Where does that money go? Who knows? <laughs> I, need, I need to actually have some words to pair. See if, see if he yeah. gets like a finder's fee there. Yeah, maybe it's for all the oil for the wrestlers you know to, to keep them sort of mm-hmm. looking pristine mm. in, in, in high def when they're filming Raw and Smackdown but uh, yeah it's 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 baffling one other little quick throwaway uh, the next PUBG map may be out sooner than we think it could be out in the next couple of months they still haven't confirmed the locale if it is going to be snow but there's also an urban environment that might is doing the rounds as well so maybe we'll sort of be fighting in sort of a, decrate, a degraded sort of city city space, which could be pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. They're, they're starting to lose their footing slightly to Fortnite. Uh, so we'll see, yeah. see what kind of shifts and pivots this is going to make for PUBG Corp over the next few months. Uh, Last thing they should be doing is rushing a map out. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> Please, 100%. get it right first. Yeah, and don't make it as big as Miramar. Miramar... Yeah. You could cut a third of that map oh out and still, it'd still God. be fantastic. It is so goddamn big. My goodness. It's so big and full of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just desert land mm. and a couple of cacti and a burnt out car. That's all you keep seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and maybe some corpses from my enemies. But uh, yeah, that's the news. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty pretty, uh, pretty lean week in the, uh, the news calendar. Uh, we, we should, uh, I guess, start pivoting to the sort of final segment of the show iTunes review of the week and this review comes to us via way of iTunes user I'm hoping I'm going to say this right but would you guys pronounce this as Quethmeth? I'd read that as Quethmeth. Quethmeth? Sam? Uh, yeah. Quethmeth? 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 Is it meant to be Christmas? Quethmeth? Maybe. Quethmeth? Not too sure. I don't know. Let us know. Quethmeth? Yeah, let us know. Hit us up on those socials. Quethmeth? Quethmeth? 
Like Christmas with a list. Yeah, got a list, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Apologies in advance if we completely butchered this, but uh, yeah, hit us up on the uh, socials and smack us down via via a tweet if we need to. But uh, this review comes via way of Quethmeth, uh, Australian-based review, and the the iTunes review reads: headline first, best Aussie pod, and that's not just gaming; that's just in general best Aussie pod. Gives that five stars, but then doubling back a little bit, he goes in the review itself. Well, maybe second best behind Reset. Winky face. Ooh. Always informative and entertaining. 10 out of 10. Shots fired. Shots fired. No, no shots fired. Yeah. We Quest agree. Myth. Reset's a great bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah. Michael and Tegan. Michael and Tegan are fantastic. Uh, they, they deliver they a are great. quality, quality pod. And they're also... Uh, that Michael is, is a big component of this podcast now, uh, immortalizing himself in the intro and outro track. Mm-hmm. So thanks again for that. Um, and thank you to Quethmeth for that review. Uh, we're, we're close to level pegging again with um, episode numbers to reviews so uh, keep those reviews coming in for the Hungry Gamers on all your uh, podcast platforms of choice but also all the other podcasts you listen to I know we harp about this each and every week but you know, keep those reviews coming in because it keeps that uh, fire in our hearts burning and it keeps that hustle going for us so it takes a little bit of time but it means a lot so do what you can um, if you're interested in checking out any of the other podcasts as part of the 8-Bit Collective Go to 8bit.net and check them all out right there on the landing page. Or you could search hashtag 8bitcollective on Twitter. And uh, there is a ton of good content dropping on the daily from these uh, fantastic creators we've got working in parallel with us. Uh, we may have some new people coming into the fold soon too. Can't confirm nor deny, but get excited. Or maybe don't get excited. I'm just lying, but who knows. But um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. There's also a great video review online now on the YouTube page by Sammy Deej for Celeste, uh, which is a game that is garnering much hype. So check it out. It's about mm-hmm. five, six minutes. So uh, anyone can find that amount of time in their day to give that a, get, give that a view and be sure to chuck a like and a comment or a subscribe on YouTube if you don't mind at We Are 8 Bit. Uh, hit us up mm-hmm. as a collective at We Are 8 Bit on all the social medias. Uh, is there anything you guys wanted to say in closing? Something you're looking forward to this coming week? Something you're going to try and play? Something uh, you want to let us know about? Um, I'm thinking about going to play... Um, is it Night in the Woods? Yes. I th- yes. noticed mm. that actually... That got a nomination for, I think, Story, I think. Um, so I did previously mention that I wanted to play that game long mm. ago before it even released. So I think I'm actually going to make the effort and actually get that one and play it because yeah. I know I won't be disappointed. Mm. Yeah, it's got a lot of hype. I've got it in my Steam uh, Steam list and I want to play it one day, but Same. time management, I'm bad with it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> too, Same. Many, too many games. What about you, Dream? Uh, this week, I am joining Jack Cruz on the 8-Bit Podcast. It is what it is. Ooh. And I have no idea what I'm going to say. It, it's going to be spicy. I'm excited to listen to that one this week. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what sort of topics come up between now and then. Um, if you haven't heard it already, give it a give it a red hot crack. It's um, it's a fun little show. It's certainly controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't mind getting deep in the mire and and talking about the um, how would you describe them the uh, the the tricky touchy topics. Mm. Um, I believe the players. term is the hot takes. The hot, the takes. hot takes on the yeah. yeah. So there'll be a couple of hot takes, um, probably. I'm just going to do my best not to say anything uh, outlandish or dumb. Um, I'll try and read a book between now and then and <laughs> come across as somewhat learned. 
Uh, between, uh, or oh, sorry, aside from that, uh, it's going to be more Tekken. It is also going to be um, some more Dragon Ball Fighters into City of Final Fantasy. And also, um, and I didn't really talk about this, but really quickly, I need a new game. I need a new competitive game. Maybe it's going to be Overwatch. Like maybe I'll join Ooh, you guys. And Captain I, Coach. I, if not, join me in Saint Seiya. Could do, could do Saint Seiya. Maybe. I don't know. I need something to sink my teeth into. So looking for suggestions. If you have one, let me know. Um, something that I can, you know, grind and develop in, not just like a single player RPG or something. Ah, suggestions, send them through. Yeah. I'm I'm not doing much gaming this week sadly. I'm I'm on the road from tomorrow until Friday, so I'll be pretty well off the radar for the next little while, which sucks, but I'll take my Switch with me. Uh try and dive into maybe I'll maybe I'll give Celeste a go. I picked that up the other day, so maybe I'll see uh, how many times I die on the way to climbing the top of that mountain. Uh and I'll mm. report back. I think I think Michael. I was listening to Michael from recent. I think he said he died fourteen hundred something times. So if I can come oh. in around there, um, I'll feel like that is a success. So uh, that's what is I'm that up the to. Punishment. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. God. But yeah, other than that, Thanks. that's about it. I don't think I'll play. It. <laughs> oh God, I, I don't know how anyone's been playing that. Is that game strictly all about dying? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's. I guess, like, if you tie compared to like a Super Meat Boy type of vibe, obviously aesthetically it's different. There's a story attached to it, but it's it's that type oh. of type of situation. But there's a ton of secrets in in each level, and then there's also uh, B sides to the tapes, which are you know the levels, so you can play the levels differently with with other additions and changes oh. to them, um, and varying levels of difficulty attached to it too. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a bit more than just yeah. All right. Mm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to mm. give that a go while I'm traveling this week. But other than that, that has been the 94th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. Thank you, listeners, for stopping on by. Be sure to check out audiotechnica.com.au for the best in audio equipment. And uh, you can find me everywhere at Brendan Eight Bit. You can find me at Miss Ali Hart. And you can find me at Salim TD. Okay, Eight Bit Nation. Until next time. Much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8-Bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.